Hello and welcome to Coffee Cup Tarot, a podcast about the storytelling aspect of tarot and developing an intuitive understanding to the messages they reveal. I'm your host, Marcella Cadill. You can follow me on Instagram at Coffee Cup Tarot Reader, or you can book a reading directly with me at www.coffeecuptarot.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Coffee Cup Tarot. I'm your host, Marcella. And with me is Aisha. So I'm really excited because before we begin our episode, we're going to be talking about the lovers eventually. But I'm so excited because I just got my new tarot deck in the mail. Uh, the Light Seers Tarot. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. And there, I thought the cards were bigger, but they're actually the same size as the Rider Weight. But I've just been using a pocket edition, so it felt like really <laughs> in my hands. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so I haven't really had a new deck in years, so I didn't really know what to do with her. So I read the guidebook, and the guidebook was like, okay, go through, uh, go through the entire deck and find two cards. One card has to be the card that inspires you, like the big yes, and that you feel really attracted to. And then it said to go through and find like the one that makes you uncomfortable, the one that gives you like weird vibes, and that's your shadow card. So I went through the deck and I like pulled a couple out and I was like, no, that's not right. So I like kept going and I went from the court through the suit of each four and then I went through the major. And so immediately when I saw the sun card, that was the inspiration card, which I've never really felt connected to the sun card before, but it's amazing. And then the shadow card, Aisha, you're going to die. <laughs> it, was, it was the devil card. Of course. <laughs> I was like, ah! Of course. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so whenever, but that card, <gasps> it's uh, this man and he's like looking into your soul and his hair is wild and he's like got a puppet. So in the guidebook, she's like, pick those two cards now. And so I picked the cards. And then, um, which was interesting because the Ten of Swords is like, it really feels like a completion card. Like she has birds flying over her and her back is to you. So it's hmm. not like the death like feeling of the right away. Okay, so then she said that I need to work with those cards because those are like the yes and no's. So like every time they come up and to use those as my guide's through the tarot. Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever done that with a deck. Like, really taking the time to pick cards like that. Like, I've gone through every single one, but I've never looked at them as, like, a signature for in a reading. But that's neat. That's a cool idea. It was really cool. And then she has a few spreads in there that I've never seen that I'm excited to kind of work with myself to learn because every deck is different so i'm excited to do those to see what happens i my spreads like i don't normally do known spreads i feel like i just kind of decide what i want to know and lay cards <laughs> yeah. out and how i feel like laying them out. and then you send me pictures and i'm like i have no idea what's going on <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so the lovers card the lovers oh so, what do you think about it? It's funny because this card comes up a lot for a lot of people because people are normally in relationships or wanting to be or breaking up or whatever, but it wasn't until literally the last reading that I sent you that I got the lover's card in a reading for myself. Like, I never get that card. I get the hermit card all the time, but I never get the lover's <laughs> card, so I'm like, I'm just destined to be alone forever. But um, I, it always is like a soulmate card 
to me, even though it doesn't always mean like the person you're with is your soulmate. If that comes up upright when you're specifically looking into a relationship, I take it as a good sign. Reverse, I take it as a breakup is inevitable. Mm -hmm. How about you? It's just really strange to me, this card, because there's so much going on. You can honestly focus on anything. Like to me, it's weird that the man is looking at the woman and the woman is looking at the angel in the right away. So I wonder if it's like about the connections that they have. Because the man, I don't know, he's like idealizing her. And she's like, dreaming about their connection sort of well i thought it was weird how the woman i mean the angel at the top do you see that like i saw it as fire and earth in her hair like her hair is made of oh yeah fire and leaves her wings are obviously representative of air or the clouds are air but there's really not much water on this card and you Mm. would think that relationship emotional connections would have more water wow yeah i've never it's not no moon. They've it's got, like a burning energy. Yeah. Which there is no fire in the tarot deck. Like what element? There is no fire. Besides the sun. <laughs> well, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The snake on the apple. Oh, so I have a theory about the snake. Yes. Well, okay. So obviously like a lot of people think that's Adam and Eve and they're in the Garden of Eden. But I think the snake is about kundalini energy and Tantra. So that's kind of like an idea about the upright versus the reversal too, because if whenever you have sex, you're supposed for kundalini energy, the energies that are used from like orgasming, focusing inwards to awaken the kundalini energy to use it for enlightenment, because the snake is like the kundalini that rests at your little root chakra, which this card reversed, I think has a lot can be connected to the devil card because it's a mirror image. And that would makes me think of utilizing that energy gained from sex is just for physical release or not a real connection emotionally. Yeah. So that's what I think about the snake. And also just the way that it starts at the bottom of our feet and goes up to our crown. Mm-hmm. So you're pulling that energy upwards, mostly to like third eye area. Mm-hmm. Even in the Bible, like the tree of knowledge is wisdom beyond this plane of reality. So yes, the kundalini energy would give you that wisdom. But the fire on the tree next to the man yeah, with no leaves on it. He's hot and bothered. He really is. <laughs> well, if you go back to like the Marseille deck, which I do not have one of those. They're very, I can't get over the pip cards because I'm not I like to have images to pull from. I don't just like to know like about the numerology. I'm not really, I don't know much about. So with the Marseille deck, it was a man and there were two women in front of him. And so that was, that's where the idea about choices come from with this card. So he has like two women and it was said to be vice and virtue. The next card is the chariot, which we'll talk about in the next episode. What If you choose vice or you choose virtue... It's like the duality. So say you go with virtue. Well, you still have a vice in there, and that's what the chariot, like, gets rid of. Hmm. It was was really cool, because you have to move on. Like, you can't just... Just because you make one decision, you're ultimately... You have to conquer the next decision or the next challenge. With tarot, a lot of readers say the lovers comes up. And in your reading, you have to know... 
that the Hierophant was before and the Chariot is next. Because it all like creates this journey and you need to be aware of what cards are around and what's going on and that everything is connected. Um, so if you pull up the Chariot, then it's like, okay, you just chose Vice or Virtue and now you're dealing with the one that you didn't choose. Hmm. I don't know if that resonates. I think it reminds me a lot of the black moon Lilith in astrology. Tell me more. Kind of the woman that pulls at your shadow, like the temptress or seductress, and where you find that in your chart, like that's where your shadow is. And it is very sexually oriented, like Lilith came before Eve. So Lilith and Eve are probably like the vice and the virtue, Eve being the virtue and Lilith being the dark one that actually i think fell in love with the devil and that's why she wasn't a good match for adam something like wow but i also think about there's a a book series called the web of hearts and souls there's so many books in the series but it's like a spiritual astrology based elemental energy type of uh storyline and everybody basically is based on twin flames and in this world you have like a dark soulmate and a light soulmate and the dark soulmate is kind of where more of the like passional sexual energy kind of is and the light soulmate is the one that like brings out the best qualities in you and is supportive and healthy and like you kind of (laughs) have to choose between the two of those Mm -hmm. and I think in a lot of soulmate theory it's like some people believe that there is more than one or that there are false twin flames or um, your mirror versus your other half. And also, like, since the beginning of tarot, like, our perception of love has changed over time. Like, before it was only one love and divorce was not an option. And now, like, love doesn't have to last forever. You can change. Like, it's okay to grow up and find a new person and you can have another love after you've already had your first love. Yeah. But I also think that it could be choosing yourself. So like, say you're like super heartbroken and you pull this card, like one tarot reader could be like, oh, you experienced your first love and then, and you're upset about it. And then another person intuitive message could be like, you need to love yourself and you need to get through this and you need to pick yourself up because how many times have you been in love? Like, do you, you want love again? And we're meant to fall in love again. And you're holding yourself back. So you need to choose you. I like that a lot. Because I think a lot of people look for love in other people before they love themselves fully. And then you can't really genuinely love somebody else as well when you don't love yourself. I almost feel like we fall in love with other people in order to fall in love with ourselves in some cases. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You fall in love with the things that they love and see in you. And so if you see those things, you start to believe it. Mm -hmm. I also think that it could be in a relationship, you kind of lose yourself in the beginning. And then throughout the relationship, you have to like rediscover who you are and you like pick up pieces of the other person as well. And you kind of become each other, which is kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I mean, okay, think about it. Think about your past relationships Mm -hmm. and are there aspects about yourself that 
could not be possible had you not had been in that relationship with that person. Absolutely. I think every single relationship I've ever had has brought me a deeper understanding of an aspect of myself. I mean, and it might not be because they had those qualities, but just because I had to unlock them in myself to cope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with whatever was happening or like like even in the most unhealthy relationships they show you who you have the potential to be and then you have to learn to love that too like sometimes seeing your own dark side your shadow self allows you to have more empathy for yourself so you're not repressing parts of you yeah the lover's card has kind of every it's got a lot every on. lesson that you can possibly learn from love i also think if like a lot of people are scared to get this card in readings that aren't about relationships. So I feel like if this card comes up in an unexpected reading or an unexpected position, say you have a career reading, it can be about your relationship with your career or your relationship with where you want to go spiritually within your career. You're proud of yourself and maybe the balance, maybe you're like spending way too much time at your job and not in your family. So it could be like your love is in balance. I like my Archeon tarot deck the most uh, because the woman has the angel wings. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There was one that you showed me, I think. Doesn't she have the moon behind her and yeah. the moon or in the sun next to the guy? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the only deck the Robin Wood tarot deck is the only one that I have that has any semblance of emotion <laughs> related symbolism cool i'm curious about other people's experience with the reverse lover's card if it always leads to a breakup or not (laughs) what about okay i have a theory i read for this woman last year and she asked about her relationships and the future was the lover's card and i recently did another reading and the lover's card came back up but it was in the self position Ooh, was the outcome about falling in love with herself well the outcome was the chariot which is funny but um yeah so i don't know i kind of told her my intuition was like you need self-care right now and also the eight of swords was there so that kind of like made me think like you you need to focus on you and not really worry about what's going on in your relationship but that was because the eight of swords was in her environment is she still in the relationship same relationship Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It's kind of weird because I think, I mean, people can get a reading and it's very clear message of advice or very clear what they should or should not be doing. And then it changes over time. Like even what's good for you changes depending on how you take the information. You might get the lovers reversed about a terrible relationship that you have and that inspires you to find a new way of communicating or find Mm -hmm. like connect in a different way than you had before and then it becomes a good relationship so I guess well looking back I remember her present was the six of swords wait yeah the six of swords and in the deck I was using the boat is going one way and she is pulling on it to go the other way Hmm. so I told her I was like it looks like you're in a controlling relationship you need to choose you And so then to get this card in the self, it was like, oh, maybe the lovers in the future was not about a relationship at all. It was about you need to love yourself. And yeah, I think that that ends up bleeding into a relationship. Yeah, because once and that's kind of the essence of lovers anyway, is self-love before you can have outside love influences. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so love to hear what you guys think about the lovers. 
Next episode is going to be about the chariot. We're so excited to continue down this little path. Thanks, guys.